everybody, this is Kevin Gunn with Ocean Empire, and today we're going to go over, uh, we're going to go back to basics today. You know, obviously this channel, we're all about teaching you and explaining to you how to invest in real estate, what's a smart investment, what is not. Uh, and a lot of you know that there's a lot of noise out there. You guys can go and you can pull up a lot of these videos, a lot of people selling you the dream, so to speak, but what they're not selling you or not telling you are the details which can actually get you hurt. So today we're gonna go back to basics and we're gonna talk about what is real estate investing in general. You know, for those of us that are in it, a lot of times we go right over the heads of those people that are not yet in the game. So what I wanted to do with this one is let's take a step back and let's just talk a broader sense. What does it mean to be a real estate investor? And the first thing you need to understand is there are multiple ways to invest in real estate. Every single one of them please understand, does come with risk, right? Real estate investing, just like investing in the stock market or cryptos, is, you know, there is risk associated with any investment. So our job here is to try to educate you to the point where you make smart decisions and we start to mitigate that risk to a minimum. So real estate investing, right, 101, basics for beginners. You're taking money, you are parking it into an asset. That asset is hopefully going to appreciate while at the same time providing you cash flow and tax benefits. Now, how you decide to invest in real estate is going to decide the tax benefits, the cash flow of, of that property. And there's other ways to invest in real estate where you might not get cash flow or appreciation, and we'll talk about those things in a second. But let's talk about the two basic ones the most common forms of real estate investing. Obviously, there's people who buy long-term properties, residential properties or condos. They're going to rent them out long-term, get tenants, probably have a property manager in place. This is a great appreciation play. Uh, here, you're looking to get into a market, hopefully at value or a little bit undervalued. In essence, you're going to have renters pay your, you know, pay your mortgage while it appreciates. In essence, somebody else is paying your mortgage, and as the property goes up in value, you know, you're going to have income coming in. The value goes up, and then you have options after that. You know, as that goes on, you'll what you hear a lot of people talk about, you know, cashing out of equity. You know, a lot of people will do this to pull out of one property to put into another. Um, so long-term, to me, is always more about an appreciation play. Nothing wrong with that. It's all about what your risk tolerance level is. Typically less risky when you get into the long-term rental markets. Um, but definitely, you know, a great avenue, if you, especially if you're in a market where you see a lot of upside, all right? You want to always understand, you always want to, you know, research where people are moving to. Right, and this is a very basic search. You can go on Google, top five states people are moving to. That's where I would start and start looking at residential properties in those markets. Now, if you switch over to my specialty and what I believe in heavily, which is short-term rentals, right? My specialty is oceanfront rentals. And what I love about these is you can typically get a low cost of entry. Uh, you're gonna have much higher returns, but associated with that is obviously much higher risk as well. And this is basically, so when we say short term, short term can mean different things. It all depends on your state. You're gonna have to look up the state's laws. So for example, short term where I'm at in the Myrtle Beach market means anything less than 90 days. Uh, some states might require that to be anything less than 30 days. So you have to understand and know where you're investing and understand the laws so that you can make intelligent decisions going forward. 
And let me explain what short-term actually means. So when I say short-term rental, I'm talking about the length of time people will utilize the property, not how long you hold the property. Uh, how long you hold a property is completely up to you, and that's based on your, you know, your investment strategy. All right, so long-term means people are gonna be renting typically for a year, at least six months or more. Short-term rentals, you're typically looking at nightly renters. People that are coming in for a short stay, they're leaving, you're getting a cleaning crew in there every single time. So it, you, know, you can call it that turn and burn type market. But again, very, you know, lends itself very well to vacation markets, but also urban areas and, and, and cities as well. But again, you have to understand the local laws uh, you have to understand where you can and can't do this. This is more restricted than long-term rentals are. Uh, there's other uh, avenues you can get into in, in real estate investing as well that are less known. One of them is wholesaling. I've actually done this before and it's actually a very simple concept. Uh, I don't suggest this for beginning investors, honestly. I think that you really have to have a network built up before you can feel comfortable doing this. But wholesaling is pretty much selling paper. Uh, almost no different than playing in the stock market. So you're gonna go get a contract, you know, you're gonna get a property, put it under contract, you're never actually gonna take control of that property. You're actually gonna sell the piece of paper to somebody else that wants to take control of that property. Now, this can be beneficial and it can be profitable, very short-term gains, very low amounts of money. You're typically not gonna make huge sums doing this. Some people opt to try to get into this to make enough money to put down on an, on an actual investment property. I just caution you that if you don't have a team behind you and have a network of individuals, especially investors that want these properties, because in essence, all you're doing is you're, a, you're getting a finder's fee is really what you're doing. Now me, I have a book of investors. So when I have find a nice property, I feel very confident that I can put it under contract and then go ahead and sell it to somebody else. If you're not confident that you can do that, you have to understand that you are going to be liable to at least pay whatever the earnest money was that you put down, you have to be willing to lose that amount of money too. So it is a way to get out there and get in the investing game. I would suggest you get a couple properties under your belt first, get into what you're doing before you go down that road. Uh, another avenue for beginning investors, which I actually still utilize to this day, is something called rental arbitrage. And let me explain what this is. Now, this is a fantastic way. It takes some work, but it is a fantastic way for you to get cash flow to get cash to put into a property that you own. So here's how this works. And this can be done with short-term rental properties. It could be done with long-term, although it lends itself much better to short-term. So in essence, what you're gonna do is you're gonna put a lease on a property. You're going to go up to an owner that has a property for rent, and you're gonna offer to say, hey, look, I'm gonna put your property, uh, I'm gonna put a lease on your property for say three years. You're gonna get constant cash flow for the next three years. Now in turn, I'm gonna actually go and rent that property out, right? So in my circumstances, I do this short term. So I find somebody that's hurting or they're not making money on the property, I'm gonna say, hey, I'm gonna go ahead and put a three to five year lease. You're gonna let me rent it out to guests that come in short term. I get to keep the difference. Now, this is a great way to get cash flow without actually owning any property. But that's also the negative to this. You don't actually own the property. You know, I can't take a lease and go to a bank and borrow against it or leverage it. It is strictly a cash flow play. But a great way for a beginning investor to get in, get their hands dirty, understand what a short-term market looks like, and then turn around and take those profits and start pushing it into actually owning physical properties. But so those are the basics. Those are the main four ways that I 
typically talk to people about getting into real estate investing. There's obviously there's commercial, uh, that's a different investor altogether. Uh, if that's your game, you really wanna make sure you have a great commercial agent that you can talk to. Uh, be careful with commercial. Commercial has a lot of upside, but it also has some of the highest risk, especially what we just saw what happened with COVID. You just saw a lot of strip malls go vacant very quickly. So actually creates deals at the moment, but there's a lot of risk associated with that as well. So those are four different avenues you can use for real estate investing. If you have any questions or if you ever want to get more information from me, just click the link below, contact me. I'm here to help navigate this all for you and get you started and help you build your empire. So another avenue that a lot of people take to begin their investing journey is flipping homes. Now, this is one that I like to pay close attention to because this is the one that I find people make the biggest mistakes with. There's a lot of TV shows out there glorifying what you can do, flip a home, make this much money. It's this, e you know, it's that easy. There's so much to be made. You have to be very careful. I've seen more fortunes lost flipping homes than I have seen made flipping homes. When you know what you're doing, Flipping homes is a great way to make quick cash, again, to put into properties that you plan to buy and hold. But the trick to flipping is this. You know, one, it's always gonna cost you more money than you realize it's gonna cost. That's just the nature of the game. You're gonna start ripping down walls, you're gonna find new problems that you didn't know existed, and if you don't have a good contractor or are a good contractor yourself, this becomes very hard to be profitable. You will see that holding time is probably the number one area people make mistake in flipping. They think they're gonna get this thing on the market in 30 days, that almost never happens, right? You have to have a good game plan whenever you go in to flip a property. You gotta have the right team, you gotta have the right realtor, the right contractors. So it can be profitable, but I just urge you to do your homework, do not watch the TV as far as what they're showing you on TV as far as being you know, glamorous and you can make all this money, it can be done this quick. Those renovations on TV cost far more than what they're actually telling you, trust me, right? But when you find the right deal and you have the right team, you can make chunks of change very quickly. But again, do your homework and make sure you have the right team in place to make that happen. So that's gonna wrap up this episode. So just to recap, we went over five different basic ways to get into real estate investing. We went over long-term, short-term, wholesaling, flipping, and even dove into rental arbitrage. Now, please keep in mind that I'm not suggesting to you that one of these is better than the other. Obviously, we all know that my forte is the short-term rental market, but you have to do what's right for you and understand your market because a lot of what you're gonna do is gonna be dictated based on where you actually live and where your market is. So this was just to give you an overview of the different types of investing that you can do. All right, if you're interested in the type of investing that I do, then just click the links below, right? We have a questionnaire, we have a worksheet that you can fill out, and that's gonna give you an idea if we should be talking further and if this kind of a market is what you should be investing in. But in the meantime, stay tuned for the next episode. Appreciate you watching. Please like, subscribe, and let me help you build your empire.